Welcome to another episode of the Weekly Regular. My name is Asan, and I am joined once again by Derek Nickel. What's up, Derek? Hey, man. How are you? I am well. I am uh, back from vacation, vacaciones. Um, I was in Greece for a while, and now I'm back, and we're back to this. Yeah, you took how- a capital V vacation. I did. I was only gone for seven days. It felt like a month. Um, <laughs> what, That's how have good, you been? though. That's what you want your vacation to feel like, right? Totally. Totally. You totally do. Um, yeah, it was good. How, how have you been uh, over this past oh, week or so? About the same. Nothing's changed. You know, same old, same old. Okay. Just been really, gotcha. you know, just, yeah, just life's just been life. You know, nothing, nothing exciting. My life mm-hmm. is very boring at the moment. Gotcha. Yeah, well, boring is not necessarily bad. No, um, I'm actually kind of bo- enjoying it. <laughs> if it's not boring, then it's not unpredictable and chaotic. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, that's good. Um, well, yeah, I was in uh, I was in Greece for a week uh, celebrating Charles's wedding. Um, it was a lot of fun. I'd never been to Europe before, let alone an island paradise like Greece. Yes, um, we were on we were on <laughs> we were on Santorini. Santorini. Oh, yeah. So okay. It was nice. So you yeah. went to like the good part of Greece, apparently, as I <laughs> as I hear. Of. I I've, I've never been, so I can't speak yeah. to it. Was yeah, Santorini is de- it's like um, it's it's one of the more, uh, from what I understand, the more like picturesque uh, islands. Um, it is not as touristy as some of the other ones, right. like Mykonos or, or or Athens, but um, but it is like one of the most picturesque. It's got that like caldera that's like uh with that volcano and all that kind of stuff. So it's like really. Really nice. Like, there's like all the houses and hotels and stuff are like built into the cliffside and whatnot, mm-hmm. and it's really With that nice. Whitewash on it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was really nice. Uh, yeah, I had a really good time. Um, yeah. Well, now we're uh, we're back. I'm very excited. As much as the as much as I enjoyed the food while I was there, I'm very excited to eat uh, uh, other things besides Greek food because <laughs> 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 it is good. But anything for uh, the same thing over and over for seven days is. Is a, is a bit much, but uh, it was yeah. great. I had a good time. Good. I'm glad to hear it. Yeah, man. Um, Makes me happy. I, you definitely looked like you were having fun. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, it was it was good. Uh, the wedding was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, it was just fun being over there. The best part was riding around the night on that ATV. Yeah, all that week, looked which like is a very blast. fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's good times. Um, I didn't get a chance to keep up uh, to keep up on TV shows while I was over there, so we'll hit that next week. But yeah. um, this week, I figure. Uh, Quite a bit of news uh, has has popped up in the movie TV world, so I thought maybe we could run that down and uh, keep it a little light today. And and uh, as I wear off this jet lag, <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I want to keep it dark and heavy. Yeah, exactly. Let's all think really hard. That's what this show needs—just a really heavy, <laughs> dark, emotional center. I'd like to. I'd like to uh, make the show a little bit more com- contemplative, if we could. <laughs> a lot more self-analysis, if we could. Um, deep, deep self-analysis. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, yep. I guess we could start. Uh, I sent you, there's a, yet another trailer for Black Adam. I don't know if you saw this. Oh, yes. Well, we live in the day and age where you have to make a trailer <laughs> for everyone. Even the people yeah. that weren't going to go see the movie, you mm-hmm. still have to make a trailer for them to try and get them to come see the yep. movie. Because we can't just accept the fact that some things are just not for everyone. Mm-hmm. True. They're um, for a lot of people. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> uh, two things. Uh, there's two things that I'm learning about this movie that um, that I, I find interesting. One, um, Warner Brothers is, and by I would imagine by extension, The Rock are all in on this movie. Like they are promoting the hell out of it. Like they want yeah everyone to go see this movie which if i completely understand well, with the way that discovery has been slashing projects left and right mm-hmm. if they fail they're mm-hmm. right on the chopping block like that's mm-hmm. why they've been promoting the hell out of it i mean it looks like a great movie but like mm-hmm. discovery's just been this like axe wielding maniac just like going totally. through the wb roster we'll talk about something that happened recently with it too that i'm still confused about but like that's why you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and I'm sure, and I'm sure it's a great movie. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Like, I, I, I have all faith in this movie that it's going to be a slam dunk. Yeah. But of, I would be promoting the hell out of it too because what they've been doing would make me nervous. Yeah, a hundred percent. Um. So yeah, it is telling me that they're on board. Uh, in terms of getting everyone to go see this movie. 
Um, and also, I think with this latest trailer, which begins with um, footage from uh, of Batman of of the Snyderverse Batman uh, iconography, as well as the spy, uh, the uh, Snyderverse uh, Superman iconography and Wonder Woman, um, I think this movie is probably going to establish a a um, a new sort of well, the rock's been saying a a a shift in the hierarchy of power but i think what it really <laughs> means is i think they are um going to take what has worked about the Snyderverse universe and sort of pretend everything else involved with that di- didn't happen and just start fresh with and build a team around the rock yeah. it's kind of seems like what they're going to do which yeah. i'm look if warner brothers wants to have their 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 central franchise be this um this justice league that centers around black adam superman batman uh justice wonder society woman of america i believe is what yeah. it's called yeah if you if we if we want to just do that and like they, that's like basically their new avengers team the the good guys from this movie black adam and then batman and superman and the flash excuse me and wonder woman probably not going with the flash um and Aquaman. I don't have a problem with that. Like, let that be like the main thing. And and if it's more episodic than it is like we're weaving a saga, then I think it'll be I think it'll be much uh, better received. Because I think with all those movie stars, I think they're all good in what they do. And like, I wouldn't mind seeing them um, in that sort of role. And then and then, but allow them to also still do the little side movies, like the like the Batman franchise with with Robert Pattinson, like. Uh, to do another i know they're trying to do another superman like let dc be the one be the film studio that like does more of like the episodic comic booky type stuff sure i'm super i'm super into that yeah me too yeah i think that's a great idea and a great way to go you don't need to build this mega roster of like movies that takes like years to complete in phases as you go like (laughs) chapters of a book like stop like it's like marvel's trying to compare like create the master compendium of all of its movies, right? right? I think DC should just like you were saying, should just focus on focus on the moments, right? Yes. Focus mm-hmm. on like the team ups, focus on like the fun we can have, like in outer space with Superman, you know, and Green Lantern or mm-hmm. just Green Lantern alone. Or like and let's not worry about you know, we could even play a game of who played it better. You know? Mm-hmm. Have like three different people playing Green Lantern at the same time and be like, well who's better at it? Mm-hmm. You know, totally. I and I also I like with the casting and stuff. Like I think with, when you have giant like movie superstars like The Rock, Ben Affleck, Henry Cavill as Superman, um, uh, Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman, they're so iconically attached to those roles now, and they're they're all like movie stars that are big enough on their own to where like you can have it be like the comic books, where like if there is a Green Lantern movie or whatever, like Batman can show up in that, and you don't need to explain who he is or why he's there because it's Ben Affleck. You know, hey, it's Batman. Guess what? My parents were murdered when I was a kid, and I turned into this. <laughs> yeah. What seems to be the problem here? Yeah, like similarly, like the way they do in the comic books, where it's like, hey, yeah, if there's if this is going on and it and whatever is going on with these two characters, if it happens to spill over into Gotham, well, Batman's going to show up, and I, I like that 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 is the case, and it doesn't have to be necessarily no pun intended. It doesn't have to be justified in any way. It's like, yeah, we know that these are the these are the members, and they're big enough movie stars to where whenever they show up, you don't have to justify why they're there, explain it. It's just like, no, they're here. This is what they do. It's it's fine. Um, I kind of like that approach, and I hope that's what they're kind of leaning into you know yeah same i think that'd be really cool um especially mm-hmm. even if it's like you know oh, we gotta go to gotham and then batman's only in it for like two minutes 100 percent, yeah totally fine you with know that. where it's just like it's like more of a, like a hey gotta respect where uh, we know we're on your turf just letting yeah. you know you seem like the kind of guy that would be mad if we just <laughs> showed up uninvited mm-hmm. oh, yeah. um <laughs> um all right what else we got oh let's, we, let's switch over i guess we can go backwards in time uh, if we Let's switch over to the last thing you sent me, this is a Mar- this is Marvel news. Do you want to take this, the Iron Man game? Yeah, yeah. So um, Motive Games and um, I think it's EA, mm-hmm. Motive Studio, Marvel Games and Motive Studio. Um, okay. They are – this is the first little bit. I've seen more um, – a uh, little bit more news about it, kind of what it, the gameplay is going to be like. But it's they're teaming up to make a um, third-person – Action adventure, open world, um, single player uh, game for um, excuse me, probably for PlayStation Five and and the Xbox. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but yeah, um, super exciting about this. That was part of the more fun part that I had about that Avengers game that came out a couple of years ago, was that mm-hmm. being Iron Man, you could just fly around for a while and chill out and then, you know, shoot rockets and lasers and mm-hmm. do whatever you wanted to. But I kind of missed out on the fact that there wasn't more of that. Yeah. And so, you know, hopefully this will, because there was that Iron Man game that came out in 2010? 2000. Between 2008 and 2010, it came out for the movie, and it was just awful. Yeah. Like, um, almost unplayable. Mm-hmm. And now it'd be, it would be nice to see superhero games come into the, come into the, you know, into the, the arena of actual, like, AAA titles instead of, like, throwaway souvenir things that, like, video game studios had to make just to squeeze just a little bit more money out of fans, you mm-hmm. know? But yeah, hopefully this will be this will be good. The first image that they showed looks really good, looks really fun, um, looks very intense. But um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited for it. If it's yeah, even basically competent, I will buy it. Yeah, I I would love it to kind of be like um, within the open worldness of it. Um, I would love for it to be kind of like. Um, because uh, because Iron Man flies, it makes sense that he would be able to like cover multiple parts of the Earth. So what if it was like I would love the traversal system of like the way that um, have you played um, the any of the more recent Star Wars games like the the what is it Fallen Jedi or the whatever the latest one was is that Jedi Fallen Order Jedi Fallen Order Yeah, maybe if, if that's, that's the one it. with Cal Kestis. Cal Cal Kestis. Is that the yeah. one with the with the droid that has the little legs that like hops yeah. around like a little rabbit? Yeah. I got frustrated to, with that game. I got stuck. Oh really? Yeah, I got oh. stuck and I couldn't find my way out and I got angry at it and rather than start over, I just shut the game off and deleted it from my PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's I had, valid. I had a bit of gamer's rage and um I'm not <laughs> proud of it. But um you know, that's just where but, we were at we're, that we're, day. We're working through it. Yep. That's where we were at that day and I stand by it. <laughs> um but I think the way that that game works is it's like it's it's an open world it's an open world game but like you can travel between planets like sure. through like your your ship system. I think something like that would be cool with Iron Man to where like you know you can you're in the United States and like it's kind of it's open world but then you can get into like um either the like the like the hover ship or whatever or just like a just some kind of like loading screen where he flies in between like continents or something like that. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be really cool. And you can center the game around him having to like complete objectives on different parts of the earth. I think that'd be really cool. That'd be very um, fun. Yeah, something like that'd be really fun. I think, yeah, a third person Iron Man game is like, and especially, I think it's key to be able to like, I think one thing I want from a an Iron Man game that we don't really get um from a lot of superhero games i would love to be able to go in and out of the suit at will um Mm -hmm. i think that would be very fun that would Um, be cool because you don't really get that like we don't get that in the spider-man games like you can change out of your suit but you have to go to like your home base to do that right and it's and it's mission specific uh you can't just like take your suit off and walk around the streets as peter parker or miles morales right but um I would love to be able to be Tony Stark and like go in and out of the suit like at will. That'd be really yeah, fun. That'd be real, that would just be a really fun dynamic. It'd be super fun too if you could do it like while you're flying. Like I'm mm-hmm. picturing like a GTA Five style map where you're just up above yes. it the entire time. And if you could just turn your suit off and just free fall and then turn it back on and keep flying. Like, yeah, little and, and you can like ha- that would just be just to revel in the joy of being Iron Man. Totally, and you could do like segmented versions of the suit. So like, if like you press, if you have to press, so say you're in the world and to put on your suit is like triangle. You press it once, that just puts on like the boots, mm-hmm. and you press it twice, that puts on the boots and the gauntlets. You press it three times quickly, and that's the whole suit, or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. To where like Hold you could down, really utilize, yeah, exactly. You could really utilize like being. Tony Stark and being Iron Man, you know, I think that'd be really yeah, fun. Yeah, just run around with, running around with the gauntlets. Yeah, exactly. In your sneakers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, and then you could even do like you could have like your suit be in like drone mode to where like you could take the suit off and then have it like patrol an area oh, while see, you're. That you know would what be I mean? Cool. That would be really uh, yeah, cool. that type of stuff. So you could like set as a sentry and then mm-hmm. like move it ahead of you as like mm-hmm. a distraction or something like that, and then you can mm-hmm. sneak around behind it and then really, mm-hmm. you know, call it down where it breaks down to the nano stuff and then crawls, like, basically melts and then crawls back to you. That'd be really fun. <laughs> then morphs back. That'd be really fun. Yeah, I like that. Um, 
Yes, yeah, so I'm dude. I'm to, I'm all for an Iron Man game. Like I think uh, of the Avengers, Iron Man is probably the best one to do a game for. Like oh, it's just yeah. such a cool, a cool mechanic. Thor would be the other one. Thor would be really just because fun too. you could yeah. do the interstellar travel and like the mm-hmm. Asgardian setting and like all the different realms would be really fun. Yeah, I still want to play that um, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy game. That game is apparently really good. So is I want to try it. Yeah. Well then, maybe I'll buy it today. Yeah. <laughs> I need. Um, a, I, need, I desperately need a new game. Uh, totally. Uh, the next thing you sent me was uh, Marvel Studios Loki. Um, actor Eugene Cordero has been promoted to series regular. For yes, season he two. has for season two. Very good. Um, I've had the pleasure of meeting Eugene a couple times. As he have has I. no. He has no idea who I am. But um, <laughs> no, 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 no. I just met him randomly after an Ass Cat show and yeah. was like, "Hey, you're really good." And he was like, "Thank." We talked for a minute. Yeah. In front, and, and then I was and, like, "Okay, I'm gonna stop bothering you." Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, yeah, so that's really cool to to hear. Um, he'll be a, a regular. Um, it, that makes sense. I mean, story wise, they're going to need someone within the time. Uh, what are they called? The TVA? The time TVA? Something? Yes. Yeah, time they're going to need authority. someone. Yeah, they're going to need someone on the inside, and and that's cool. That's good to hear for him. Or now the Kang um, Variance Authority. Ah, there you go. Um, oh, Ryan Gosling might have been cast as Doctor Doom. Doom. Yes, I like that. Yes, that. Yes, right. <laughs> I love that. I wonder casting, if he's going to do if he gets that. I wonder if he's going to do an accent. I doubt it. <laughs> I, I hope, doubt it. I hope he does. <laughs> I hope he tries to. You know what's so? My first reaction is I like the casting because I like Ryan Gosling. Right. My thought though is, does it fit? okay? It, no, it, I think I think as a personality he fits. But do you, like the my instinct is like why would you put Ryan Gosling's face behind a mask? <laughs> See, and that's why I don't know if I believe that rumor. <laughs> yeah. Um that's a really that cuz Ryan Gosling like is his face. Um like he, his acting I mean, we're style all is his faces, son. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> um but his acting style is so much in his facial expressions that yes. I don't know I don't know if like I I don't I've never seen him do a performance where you can't see his face, um, but I think the irony so like the other side of that coin is with a character that does wear a mask you can there's two there's two positives for for a Marvel Studios if you do that one the the actor is not necessarily locked into just playing that role because it's a, it's behind a mask they could right. show up as a different yeah. character later or something like that two um. Dang, what was the second thing I was going to say? I don't know, but um, you were really on a good tear. I was, I was oh, here for Oh, man. Um, uh, there was another element to it that I am blanking on. But if I remember, I'll come back to it. Please, But yes. I, I like that. Um, so I like the idea of it. Um, but I don't know if Ryan Gosling works behind a here's, mask. Here's, I what, here's where I'm at. Mm-hmm. I like it. I don't love it. Here's what I was gonna say. Yes, my second, the second positive Hit. is if it's a, you can use a giant movie star for their acting ability and not be distracted by their face. True. Like you could have Leonardo DiCaprio play it and not be like, "What's well, I mean, it's Leonardo DiCaprio. I'm looking at him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so there is that. Look, it's, you know it's, what it's, I mean? Leonardo, it's Leonardo DiCaprio. I'm looking at him. Um. So, but while, while so while I am saying that though, even though yes. a lot of Ryan Gosling's acting is in his face, he's very good with his eyes too. And if you can see <laughs> his eyes, and I mean, I'm sure there's that goes a long way too for this role. Yeah, but. I'm sure they'll find some way to to make it happen if if yeah. it is indeed true. Yeah, I li- I like that casting though. Like initially, like I like that, and especially because I think we're gonna see Doctor Doom as a character before he puts on the mask. Oh yeah, um, because there's rumors that he's gonna show up in um, Black Panther two. Mm-hmm. So um, I would love to see Ryan Gosling show up as uh you know as as the Doctor Doom who's kind of like because uh, the rumor is that Doc the thing that triggers the fighting between Namor and uh, Wakanda is Doctor Doom trying to. Uh, uh, either get his hands on vibranium or get his hands on something from Atlantis or something like that, and it kind of like hmm. triggers that infighting. That's that's a rumor of her, I've heard, and that like when we see that like ship with those paramilitary guards, that that's actually those are Doctor Doom's people. Oh. Um, so we will see. I was hoping if they I- would have more um, henchmen costumey costuming to them. <laughs> yeah, like dressed like in video games, like dressed like mini Doctor Dooms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, not like that. But you know what I oh. mean. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, well, I don't this, think I don't like think Doctor Doom starts on as a, his 
on his right. on their vests or something like that. I gotcha. was hopefully, you know, like kind of how they were going with Hydra. You know what I mean? How yeah. everything was a little bit more comic booky with it. Yeah. I like it when they lean into the comic bookies. Like that's what we're all here for, right? We're here mm-hmm. for a comic book movie. So let's yeah. see some of that stuff. We can suspend it. We're already suspending disbelief that there's like <laughs> superheroes that exist. So let's suspend disbelief and have this guy have like his family crest on the on the vest to be like, yes, Doctor Doom is here. <laughs> yeah, I could totally see like. Doctor Doom getting wind that there's this like vibranium stuff and he's like I'm gonna try to you know um, because I could totally see the plot of the movie being this sort of like uh, if if Doctor Doom is like this like sort of globe like this sort of like global sort of like tycoon industrialist kind of guy and he's like I you know there's this material that Wakanda has and they're the only ones on earth that have it and I don't think that that's fair and so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna like try to trigger this like war basically between these two sides so that like and out of the wreckage of that I will like come in and like and 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 claim all the vibranium and stuff for myself like I could see that being a motive or something like Mm. that and then his plans go south and he's only able to get enough to like craft a suit yeah. And he makes a vibranium Doctor Doom suit, um, something like that. Um, I could see that being a thing as well. I need to go but, deep dive on Doctor Doom. Yeah, um, Doctor Doom's an interesting character. Um, he's typically a Fantastic Four villain. Um, yes, he's also so, uh, Captain America, Spider Man have teamed up against him before. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, Black Panther fights him occasionally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm I'm totally and and because he's from a a made up country, like you can place that country wherever you want it. Like you can and place make it with whatever a, accent you want. That's true, very true. You could have uh, I think it's his country is called Latveria or something like yeah. that. Um, you could have him like you can have that be really close to Atlantis if you want, or like really close to Wakanda. You know what I mean? Like you can do whatever you want. Um, so yeah, I'm interested. I'm looking forward to that. Um, and if it's Ryan Gosling, I think that'd be great. He shows up in like a suit with like a turtleneck, like <laughs> just like a smarmy asshole, like <laughs> doing some crazy accent. That'd be a lot of fun. Actually, that would be fun. Like basically just being the evil version of his character from uh, Crazy Stupid Love. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Oh yeah. It's like just an evil, just, just kind of like with you a know, dash of evil. Yeah. yeah he'd be exactly. great. Exactly. Um, so we're getting Constantine. What or is it she said? We're not. Oh, we're not. Okay. Or, like, is that not happening? That's what I'm confused updates? about because there's a Keanu Reeves Constantine. He was saying the Keanu Reeves is Constantine coming back for a movie, mm. and then this headline says that J.J. Abrams Constantine and Madame Xanadu shows dead at HBO Max. So I'm not sure if the Keanu Reeves was supposed to be a show or a movie mm. or what the deal was. But I'm gonna look oh, up. Man. I'm gonna look something up right so, now. So maybe, maybe, maybe once they announced the Keanu Reeves, because maybe there were plans to do it as a series, but then once Keanu Reeves was involved, they're like, no, we're gonna do this as a movie. <laughs> yeah, probably. Because <laughs> like, if Keanu Reeves is in it, we're gonna release it in theaters. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, if he's involved, we got to make money from this. This is it the going theaters. to the HBO Max. Yeah, that's probably what I would imagine. Once Keanu Reeves agreed to be involved, they're like, well, screw a series. We're doing it as a movie. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, which, yeah, makes sense because it would be very expensive to get Keanu Reeves to do a TV show. Okay, here we go. Screen Rant has something on this. Yeah, it's... And J.J. Abrams, I don't know, like, because he does movies, too, so I wasn't sure, like, if he would be interesting or interested in doing a, a movie about this character. Mm-hmm. Okay. Though the planned HBO Max series produced by J.J. Abrams isn't moving forward anymore, he'll be producing Constantine 2, which has been officially greenlit. Gotcha. Possibly setting up DCEU's Dark Justice League or Justice Justice League Dark, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Which would yeah, be that cool. makes sense. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna build a, a dark franchise around Keanu Reeves. That makes a lot of sense. Um, makes a lot of sense to me. <laughs> yes. Um, do it as a movie. Um, do it with. Now you're doing it with Keanu Reeves, like in this era of Keanu Reeves. Like I think it's gonna do really well. Yeah, um, that's gonna be a lot different than 
Yeah. 2000s Keanu Reeves. Yeah. And you can do it as dark as you want to now. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to Make that. Make it that a straight really cool. horror movie. Mm-hmm. Don't do this like... Like, you know... I don't know what it was. Like, it was just... It just... The design and stuff was cool for that first movie, mm-hmm. but like, just make it a max. Just make it an actual horror movie. Don't worry about the heaven and hell. Make him trying to hunt down like a demonic, like a serial killer who unleashes demons or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, make him do more of like the like the wizard hunt, like the the demon hunter kind of thing, mm-hmm. as opposed to like being stuck between God and the devil. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. that seems a bit dramatic, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that that kind of stuff's important for the origin. But now that we've established that, like, they can really go balls to the wall with it yeah um and i'm yeah i hope they do that and yeah do give us more give us more the the horror stuff give us swamp thing you know give us you know seriously all the uh, give did us, you ever uh, watch daredevil not daredevil um what's his name the ghost rider ghost rider ghost riders marvel oh who am i thinking of um i don't who know who else is in the dark justice league uh batman Batman's in it. Uh, what's uh, is Solomon Grundy in it? <laughs> <laughs> Solomon Grundy sort of spilled the beans on, on that, that one. one. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, oh, that's good stuff. So, you looking forward to a new Constantine movie? I am. I am, especially in this like day and age of Keanu Reeves doing what he's doing. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's he's doing. St- He's doing so well, and he's just killing it. Mm-hmm. And I'm interested to see, now that he's down the road a little bit, like how mm-hmm. he is going to play John Constantine and mm-hmm. kind of what sort of what motivates the character for him now. True. Which is kind of what I'm, ex- which is what I'm excited to see, is see him do a little bit more of a modif- – like see him do that, his character, but do it a little bit, you know, Put a little bit more gravitas on it. Do a little bit more weighted differently, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, just because there's different character motivations. I mean, Keanu's older. He's lived a lot of life, you know, since then. And I mean, he lived a lot of life up until then. But like, he's lived a lot of life since then. And so, and, you know, it's highs and lows. And so, it'd be in- it's inter- I'm gonna be interested mostly to see what he brings to the character now. Totally. Yeah, I'm. I'm looking forward to it. Um... Yeah, I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be good. I and it excites me because, um, I feel like with Keanu Reeves and the, the the state he's in now, his career, like they're gonna dump a bunch of money into this movie. Which mm-hmm. I'm like, what does Constantine look like on a two hundred million dollar budget? You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. What does it look like when the producers actually can do what they want to? Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to that. Um, Blade. Speaking of TV shows, Blade Runner is getting a live action series. I saw that. Blade, Blade Runner 2099, cool. 50 years after the last one. Mm-hmm. Um, does, do we have any other news about anybody returning for roles or anything like that? Or is it going to no, be No, it's going to be, I think it's going to be a fresh clean. I mean, that's at least still the news that I've gotten. Um, okay. Take place 50 years after Blade Runner okay. 2049, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, so that'll be, I mean, we might see some pop ins from some other characters, you know, like maybe Ryan Gosling's character, but I don't think we're going to see. Um, very much. Yeah, it, it's probably just going to be like if I had to guess, it's probably going to be some kind of like detective show, like mm-hmm. set in the world of Blade Runner, which I'm totally which fine I'm, with. Sign me up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I love that world. I've loved that world since the minute I saw it on a trailer for another movie that I rented from Blockbuster, and I was mm-hmm. like. I was just watching this other movie, and it was like the Blade Runner director's cut or something like that. One of the five versions that we have, and um, and I was like immediately was like, "What is this movie? And how do I watch it? And how do I become a part of this?" And ever since then, the Blade Runner, like I love twenty forty nine too. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> I liked it a lot. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm looking forward to, to uh, what they do with the show and like the um, that Sandman show on Netflix gave me like real hope for like doing these like bigger properties mm-hmm. on like streaming services as I TV hope, shows. I yeah. hope Netflix doesn't cancel it because with the rate they're oh, going, it's going to need to be at least four or five seasons. 
Yeah. If they want to do um, it properly. And they just just Netflix just needs to stop canceling stuff and just letting things go. Like Yeah. That's how you get these big followings. Is you it's not like a hit right off the bat. It's right. got to grow with time. Mhm. Yeah, I think yeah. they're I think they're learning. Hopefully they are. <laughs> I hope so. I hope they are with Sandman. I'm going to get real sad if they just tease me with two with one good season, a halfway done mediocre season that like slams the rest of the story into one season and then it's just like, "All right, we're done." Mhm. Be like, "Come on, man." <laughs> um I w- let's talk about this Rogue Squadron. Um, yes. Was shelved officially or removed from the slate of releases from Disney? Yeah, um, this was the the Patty Jenkins directed Star Wars kind of like Top Gun movie. Essentially, it's like a dogfighting movie. Now, was it a movie or was it a TV show? Oh, I'm not sure. I I always thought it was a movie, um, but it, oh yeah, yeah. It says in, in this article from Screen Thrill, it says that it refers to it as a movie. Oh, okay. I th- I, um, I saw it. I'm sorry. I've got it confused with the shows. So my bad. oh no, you're good. Um, it says, so when is the next Star Wars movie coming out? December 2025. Uh, excuse me, December 2025. Um, 2025. It would have been, yes, <laughs> it would have been six years since the release of it. Okay, the good news, you're going to be able to watch it with your grandchildren. Um, after the failure of Wonder Woman 2, I can't say I'm surprised Lucasfilm is quietly canceling Squadron. They seem to have done the same with Ryan Johnson's trilogy. Uh, that trilogy ain't coming out anytime soon, if ever. Are you surprised, relieved, or disappointed by the news? Um, so I'm... I'm of two minds about this um, because while I am, I, I, I'm a little bit Star Wars, I'm a little bit Star Wars doubt right now. Oh, yes. Um, I was actually looking forward to this particular one because I think it would have been different. Um, mm-hmm. I think this, whenever Star Wars does come back, um, wait, what, what's the Star Wars? Because in this screen, screen, thrill, screen thrill thing, it says the next Star Wars movie coming out is December 2025. Which one is that one? Do we know what movie that's supposed to be? Probably. Hold on. Because I think if they would have taken a long break, this would have been a great movie to like to come back to the franchise with. Uh, untitled Star Wars film. Okay, so they don't know yet. Okay. Um, yeah, I, if it were me, if I were running the studio, I would probably do this and do it as like a completely separate, no, no mention of... of Tatooine or nope. Skywalkers nope. or Vader's Empires, none of that. Nope. Let's I would just be done. Yeah, let's just make it a movie in the Star Wars universe that has nothing to do with the greater Star Wars wars or anything. You know what I mean? Right. And just have it be Top Gun in Star Wars. I would totally be into that. Um, because who doesn't who doesn't want that? Like who doesn't want? I don't know. Dog fighting with spaceships. <laughs> Sad people, Asan. Sad <laughs> yeah. people want don't yeah. want that. You're right. You're right. Curmudgeons, um, if you will, if you will. Um, Sean Levy and Ryan Reynolds are trying to figure out a Stranger Things and Deadpool crossover. Yeah. <laughs> what are we thinking about this? <laughs> I don't think it'll ever happen. And mm-hmm. uh, I don't care either way. <laughs> so funny. Like, truthfully, I'm like, it, I, I don't care either way. Yeah. Um, no, I don't, I don't care. Um, I would, I'm, ima- I'm trying to imagine what the next Deadpool movie is going to be. Um, and uh, I'm, I just, the idea of it just excites me. I keep hearing the idea floating around. And I think the first time I heard it may have been the Weekly Planet. But there's like this... Uh, this rumor going around that the next Deadpool movie will be Deadpool like recruiting the actor Hugh Jackman like <laughs> to to help him like fight across the multiverse um and i think that that would be fantastic essentially just like cuz oh i mean it, it's almost like um like uh there's shades of uh that uh will uh, that um Nicolas Cage movie that came out. Did you see that? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That the was a great movie. Massive Talent. Yeah. Yeah, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Yeah. It was yeah. a great movie. I love that movie. I think there's a real, like, that sounds crazy, but I think there's, like, a really good potential for, like, a really fun, funny, irreverent Deadpool movie that also kind of has a soft, gooey kind of buddy romance at the center of it. Yeah. Where, like, it's about... It's about Deadpool helping, you know, the the fictional version of the actor Hugh Jackman, like, 
realize his true potential as a person. Like that would be so funny <laughs> like to me. Some sort of deranged life coach. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like you have Wolverine in you. I know you have. I know you do. You know what I mean? And like to to watch Hugh Jackman like at some point he goes full Wolverine but without claws or anything, but it's just his pure like rage, rage. that he's unlocked. <laughs> I there think that go, would be buddy. great. Yeah, exactly. I think that would be a lot of fun. And then you can throw a bunch of other random X-Men and other random Marvel characters in it. I think it would be really good. I think yeah, that would be seriously. a lot of fun. Oh, man, that would be very funny. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think that would be great. Um, what else we got here? Um, David Harbour is going to be in PlayStation's Gran Turismo movie. That's directed cool. by Neil Blomkamp, of all people. <laughs> what a crazy combination. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. Um, that is crazy. Um I think it's cool that PlayStation is doing more movies because I think they have a lot of really cool game properties that like deserve good movies. Yeah, I do too. Um, a lot of really good Japanese game titles that don't come out here that I'm like, that would make a really good movie. And I've never played mm-hmm. that game. So yeah. there's the double whammy of I'll definitely go see it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to this. Gran Turismo was always one of my favorite like racing games growing up. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. Um, what else we got here? Oh, David Harbour is also starring in another movie called Violent Night, where he plays Santa Claus. Oh, where he's Santa Claus, right? Family who's being held (laughs) hostage by terrorists. Yeah, where he plays Santa Claus, being yeah, who uh, yeah, he saves a family being held held hostage by terrorists. (laughs) So, because there you go. Yeah, because there you go. I'm very excited (laughs) for that one. He's just a big angry yeah, that Santa sounds Claus great. that's going to wreck yeah. house. <laughs> yeah. I'm totally into that. Um, let's see. Uh, okay. Um, a writer from Rick and Morty is going to be writing Avengers of Kang Dynasty. Yep. Um, I am really looking forward to that. Let me see if they got the writer's name here. Jeff Loveness will pin yes. the script. Um, I'm really excited about that. Um, I think uh, Marvel could, uh, especially a movie dealing with like multiverses and like craziness and stuff like that. Like I think someone who has written for Rick and Morty is like uniquely equipped to handle such a task. So um, I'm looking forward to that. Um, Yeah. I think that movie's, I think that movie's going to be crazy. That movie's going to be nuts, dude. It's just going to be mind bendingly. Like what is happening? Yeah. Yeah. Like I think we're getting to the, the, we're getting to the point in Marvel now where like, it's like cosmic, I think, is an understatement in terms of like where we're going with this <laughs> with yes. this property. Yes, like I think uh, so too. we're going full like comic book now to where like you don't even have to really explain things anymore. It's just kind of like, yeah, you know, there's Kang. He exists across an infinite number of multiverses and we're going to see all of that and we're going to see all the different versions of them and eternity and whatnot. And yeah, I, I'm just I'm totally looking forward to where Marvel goes in this next phase, I think. It's going to be nuts. <laughs> it will be absolutely insane. Yeah. Um, what's the Marvel movie you're most excited about in this next phase? <sighs> well, let's pull up the roster. Let me see what we're working with. Phase In phase five or phase six Marvel movies? Um, let's say five. Probably Wakanda Forever. Yeah, I would say so too. Um, close second, though. I'm really looking forward to that next Ant Man movie, the Quantum Mania movie. Yeah, I think that's going to be really good. I think that that one's going to surprise a lot Here of people. Here we go. Oh well, this we is got? Phase Five. So the uh, Wakanda Forever is not in Phase Five; it's in Phase Four. Oh, okay. What's Phase 5? Uh, Quantum Mania, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, The Marvels, mm-hmm. Blade. Oh, there's the one. Yeah. Oh, there it is. Captain America, New World Order, uh, Thunderbolts. Okay. Yeah, of those, I think Quantum Mania is the one I'm looking forward to the most to see, like, where... There, I think that one has the potential to have the most craziness and kind of comic book sure. fun. Um, I, I have to say Blade is, like... <laughs> probably the one I'm most excited here's to see I'm just look- because <laughs> here's where I'm at with Blade <laughs> it hasn't existed in a while I'm excited to see Blade because I want to see if Marvel has the balls to do Blade right 
And the funny thing is, is we've seen Blade done right before. Yep. So, like, we have a metric for it. Yes, we do. So, like, <laughs> That's the thing. That's why we do, there yeah. isn't, like, there isn't a, there isn't, it's not this individual property that no one's ever seen. So they can just set the bar wherever they want. You have to measure it up mm-hmm. to a certain level of scariness. Like, yeah. Yeah. And, like, that, and that Blade, that first Blade movie is, like, a perfect film, in my opinion. Oh, like, it's it, so it, much it, fun. Like, it's really, really, really good. So they have a lot to live up to. I hope to God it's rated R. It. I feel like it just needs oh, to be. It needs to be. Yeah. It has. It's crying out for it. If it should be the first rated R Marvel movie of all. Yeah. Like the, I mean, well, Deadpool, but yeah. You know what I mean? Like the first Marvel distributed movie mm-hmm. should be Blade. Rated R movie should be Blade. Mm-hmm. And then let Ooh. us, and then and then make the second one thun, thun, Thunderbolts. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder. So I wonder if for this first Blade movie, if they're going to have the Whistler character in it. Mm. Um, and I wonder who they're going to get to play Whistler uh, a, 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 against uh, Mahershala Ali's um, Blade. Well, we could just get Bradley Cooper because he played he played the character of Chris Christopherson and. Um, <laughs> That one movie that was not good. Um, Star is Born. Star is Born. And, uh, you know, so we could just put him in old man makeup and he could just play Whistler. Yeah. Or we could get Jeff Bridges. I mean, Jeff Bridges close enough. Be, Jeff Bridges would be so good. Yeah, that'd be really fun. Um, yeah, dude. Whoa. Whoever. Yeah, exactly. She's just walking out fuckers with a- at a bad time. <laughs> He just says lines from his old movies, like yeah, that exactly. part in True Grit where the guy's got shot in the gut, and he's like, "You can help me." He goes, "I can do nothing for you, son." <laughs> I love exactly. that part. Um, Jeff Bridges would be great. Uh, what's his name? Um, uh, oh, from Parks and Rec, uh, Eagleton Ron. Um, Sam. Uh, oh, Eagleton Ron. Sam. Yeah, 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 yeah. He'd be uh, great. What as is Whistler. his name? Sam. Not I can't Sam Raimi. No, it's not Sam Rockwell. Uh, not Sam Wilson. This is what the podcast does to me. <laughs> Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott. Thank Sam you. Elliott would someone, be great. Someone would listening great was screaming into their headphones. <laughs> Sam Elliott! <laughs> you idiots! <laughs> He'd be a great whistler. He'd be great, um, too. Just that mustache. Well, catch you fuckers at a bad time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, that'd be great. Um, yeah, I'm, dude, I'm looking forward to that. Um, yeah, I can't wait for Blade. That's going to be sick. It's going to be great. Um, all right, what else we got here? Jimmy Woo returning for Ant-Man 3. Woo! Woo-woo! Um, oh, um, yeah, Ariel's a black person now, and everybody seems to have an opinion about it for some reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah, everyone seems to care a whole lot. A whole hell of a lot all of a sudden. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah, you know, it, it is what it is. Um, I personally, I don't have a lot invested in who plays Ariel in uh, a Look, Little Mermaid. I have my own thoughts, <laughs> Yeah, but like, they're not as like toxic as some of the shit I've seen out there where I'm just like, what are you doing? Yeah, I don't, like, I don't have, uh, you know, funny enough, like, you know, it is interesting enough, I think it is particularly i think it's specifically because she is black i think if they would have cast like an asian actress i don't think we would be getting nearly as much of the of the of the commotion that we're getting now i think people it's just people have this weird like thing with like recasting fake characters it's just like who cares like (laughs) like to me it's like it's not it's not a big deal at all like i mean who it's a mermaid it's a fake made up you know what i mean like (laughs) no no it's a real character that has that that it's real to me because yeah. I spent the bulk of my childhood with those characters. So they so Disney owes me things and everything and owes my opinion. Yeah, dude, it's uh it's it's rough out here. It's um, <laughs> it's rough out here. Um, did you see these uh you see these images from the Santa Claus reboot? Yeah, doing? I did. Tim Allen looks tired. Yeah, so does David Crumholtz. <laughs> David Crumholtz looks very. David Crumholtz looks like he needs a nap. Yeah, everyone looks very tired. I think. Um, yeah, I think it's probably because uh, he's probably dying. I would. I would imagine is 
Tim Allen's character. I think oh. he's probably dying or something oh, like so that. So he gets to go out peacefully, but the dude that he takes the suit from gets to fall off the rooftop and snap his neck and die in the cold alone. Yeah, exactly. Uh, if I were if I were if I were writing this movie, I would have the story be Tim Allen is dying, and he has to, and he decides instead of like the Santa Claus thing being thrust upon someone unwittingly, he's like, no, I'm going to train my replacement. It's and so he goes out and recruits a guy to, to train, basically. Totally. I'm so sorry. I just had this pop, thought pop in my head. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you know how they keep adding on clauses to the Santa Claus card or whatever? Mm-hmm. What if it, there's just one that says Santa Claus? You're going to get cancer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, magic cancer. They didn't tell me about that before I put the suit on. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's because the suit's made of asbestos. What did you think? <laughs> yeah. Um, so How yeah, I would have get through the chimneys, doof. Yeah. Yeah, I would have. Yeah, I would have uh, Tim Allen training some young handsome guy who's also funny to be Santa Claus and showing him the ropes and and blah 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 blah. But and, like you know. inexplicably hot for some reason too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then it's heartwarming because Tim Allen dies, and you know it is. And he passes it on. Is that why it's heartwarming because he dies, or is it because he passes on the legacy of the Santa Claus? Well, it's got to be both. Gotta be Yay! Both. Tim Allen's dead. What a great movie. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's uh, there's that. I think that's going to be good. It'll um, be fun. Yep. Um, Jimmy Woo's back. Woo. Jimmy um, Woo. Willow is happening. I've never saw Willow or anything like that as a kid, so this is all very new to me. So, um, but it looks good. This and I have good. seen it. Okay, once. what is what is Willow like? I've seen it once, and I also oh, okay. like to tell you that it, that once was way way back in the day when it came out on gotcha. VHS tape. Oh, a long time ago. <laughs> a long time ago. Um, but yes, um, no. Willow is this. It's it's like a it's like George Lucas's version of a J.R.R. Tolkien fantasy so you know medieval okay. fantasy epic about willow this little magician and i think he's a little magician in the real movie too mm-hmm. but i think mm-hmm. his quest is he can't find his power i'm not real sure it was made in the 80s so that sounds like an 80s storyline that they would do he just has mm-hmm. to believe in himself or something <laughs> um, yeah just believe that's all um and uh yeah so this is just a direct continuation of of that story cool yeah. I'm with it. Yep. Um, makes me, at the very least, it's going to make me rewatch a movie I haven't seen in years. So, yep. Um, this. Uh, so we got Captain America: New World Order cast. Um, we got Anthony Mackie as Captain America, of course. Danny Ramirez, uh, from Falcon Winter Soldier as the Falcon, taking on that that mantle. Um, here's my question: Are they going to? Yeah. Do you think they're going to do the genetically modified version of the Falcon, where he actually has wings? I would love that. I don't think they're going to go that way. <laughs> I would love that though, uh, just because like more, more, Comic or maybe he, maybe he's a mutant. That would be yeah, interesting. That would also be interesting. Um, yeah, I would. I would hope so. I don't. I doubt that they're going to go with that way, but I would love for them to. Um, we got Carl Lumbly back as Isaiah Bradley. Going to uh, you know one of the original Super Soldier Test guys, um, who's like a mentor to Captain America now. Um, I think that's great. Um, and then the big news, though, Tim Blake Nelson returning, reprising his role from um, what movie was that? Oh, Incredible Hulk, right? Yeah. As the leader, the guy with the big brain. Yes, um, the super smart mm-hmm. tech guy that also outs- outwits tactically. Mm-hmm. And that's about as easily as I can explain him. Yep. So they're 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 doing what they. I, I respect Marvel from not completely writing off um, all these elements from these movies that I think, frankly, like were pretty well received. I think The Incredible Hulk with Edward Norton was like a good movie that I think a lot of people liked. So yeah, I like that they're it. not just. Yeah, I like that they're not just like no, nah, that none of that ever happened. We're just pretending. Like I like that they're salvaging what they can and trying to bring it into the universe. You know. Yeah, for sure. Um, because, yeah, this will all play into Thunderbolts and all of that as well, I'm sure. Um, let's see. Um, we Okay, we read that. We got that. We got our cast list from Thunderbolts. We know that. Oh, this is a, a thing that is uh, interesting to both of us. Um, Assassin's Creed Mirage is the next game. Yes. It's set in Baghdad. Yeah. 
You're a big Assassin's Creed guy. You looking forward to it? I am. I am looking forward to it. Now, they're Mm -hmm. saying that they're going to modify the way they do the games, and it's not one game that does everything. Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of like, I don't know what that means, but okay. Um, but this wait say that deck, say that again. It's not it's, their goal is to make not one game that does everything, and I don't know exactly oh, okay. what they mean by that. But I think they're just going to oh. stop making such massive games. Yeah, I think th- I think what that means is like th- it's not going to be. Uh, there's no ship battles. There's no like. It's just yeah. going to go back to like the roots of what Assassin's yes. Creed is. You know exactly, exactly. Yeah. And so, and that's what they're talking about doing for Mirage, is that mm-hmm. um, it's kind of the re. It's a reboot slash love letter kind of reimagining of the first one. Yeah, yeah. I'm super into that. Yeah. So I'm like, let's get back to the re- the random little city areas. <laughs> And writing between, you know, writing between cities and all that kind of stuff. I like all that. Yeah, and and this is no shade to the game, but it kind of sounds like this game is going to be a good game, but it's going to be kind of a placeholder game until whatever the next one is. Which is the Um, one that's set in feudal Japan. Right. I think that's the one everyone's looking forward to. And this one is kind of like, here's something to hold you over. (laughs) Here's a snack. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) We basically just remade the first, very first game, but uh, updated the graphics Mm -hmm. and changed some of the names around. And I'm like, that's fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. That's fine for Um, me. Totally okay with that. Yeah. Um, But I I am looking forward to the one in Japan. That's going to be amazing. (laughs) It's going to be great. (laughs) Except for the problem is we've already have Ghost of Tsushima. That's true. what are you going to do that's different? Yeah, that's true. You got to find a way to make it different. Got to make me want it. And right now I don't want it because I already have Ghost. Yeah, exactly. Um, All right. I think... Because I think we talked about all the D23 stuff last episode, right? Yes, I believe so. Well, then I think we're all caught up on news from what I understand. Um, You have anything else you want to touch before we get out of here? No, nothing really. I think we're we're all good, yeah. Well, time to hit that old dusty trail. (laughs) (laughs) I was going there in my same, going the same direction. (laughs) Um, Derek, where can people find you on the internet? You you know what, I'm done. You can just find me on the internet. (laughs) There you go. You can find me on the internet as well. Um, at Asan.com or Asan, the DJ on social media. Derek, thanks so much for joining me yet again. And we will see y'all next week.